Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hello, everyone, and welcome to When No One's Watching. My name is Matt Willis. I am co-host of this show. Normally... I am sat here in front of my microphone on another computer in another building somewhere else is the lovely Matt Richardson. But unfortunately, he's not here this week. He is in hospital. Bless him. Um, he's having some kind of procedure done. And he's kind of hinted that it's, you know, some kind of, um, I'm going to say this, something to do with his bum bum. I'm not quite sure what. Haven't quite got to the bottom of it yet, shall we say. I'm sure next week when he's back, he'd love to discuss exactly what his medical procedure was like and the reason for it. So we look forward to that, Matt. But because you're not here, I have to embarrassingly do this intro and outro on my own, which fucking sucks. But because of that, he sent me a little message. I haven't listened to this yet. So here is Matt sending me said message. Hey, Matt Willis. I'm sorry I can't be with you uh, to do the intro and outro for AJ this week. I am uh, in hospital having a camera put inside of me. Uh, a couple of quick questions. Uh, I just thought I'd ask you while I get the chance. And um, because I'm in hospital, you feel guilty enough that you have to answer them. Question one, if one song had to define your life, what would it be? Question two, who is your favourite Matt you've ever met that isn't yourself. Oh, my God. And question three, what embarrassing things have happened to you this week that may outdo my embarrassing moment of having a camera in my body? Um, when you say body, we all know what that means. But, um, OK, um, so, right, what were they? Um, song that defines my life. I mean, I could easily go for Hips Don't Lie by Shakira, but I would probably be lying. Ice Ice Baby, Vanilla Ice. God, I don't know. I still know every single word to Ice Ice Baby, by the way. I put it on the other day. For those of you that don't know, I was absolutely, utterly obsessed with Vanilla Ice when I was a kid. We've all made some mistakes in our life. That is one of mine. I sat and watched the video of his movie probably, I mean, way too much, probably every Saturday and Sunday of my life for two years. I was obsessed with him. I actually got expelled from my first ever school. Um, I say expelled, sent home and made to wait until my hair grew back for cutting bricks into the side of my head to look like vanilla ice with safety scissors. What a twat. Yeah, I was obsessed. But I'd say probably, you know, I don't know, Teenage Dirtbag would probably be the most defining song of my life. Okay, who is my favourite Matt apart from me? Now, I know what you're getting at here, Matt. But, you know, if we're honest, it would probably have to be Matt Erd one, who was my friend from my first school, who is still my friend this day. He's the coolest Matt I know, much cooler than me. And last one, did anything embarrassing happen to me this week? Well, nothing as embarrassing as having to spread my legs. But um, I think what's embarrassing? Oh, do you know what? I've taken up running. I think everyone knows this. I'm doing the triathlon in July. Can't swim. So that's obviously another problem in the way. But um, I am also very shit at running. The other day, on Monday, I was running. There was a big, dirty puddle up ahead. I could have gone to the left, but I would have had to go on the road. I don't know why, but I feel a bit scared of going on the road. So I went to the right. It crept up on me, the puddle, came out of nowhere. I went to the right, and I fell down a ditch, which was super embarrassing. Luckily, there was only, like, cars speeding past, and I don't know if anyone saw. So that was my embarrassing moment this week. Okay, anyway, this week on the podcast, we have AJ Adudu. She is incredible. She is amazing. She's a brilliant TV presenter. Very, very funny lady. She was born in Blackburn, but you'd never guess from her voice. She's got one of those voices that once you've heard it, you can never unhear it in the most wonderful way. One thing I didn't know is she's one of eight. One of eight siblings. I wonder what that was like. 
She is the presenter of Rock the Boat. Um, she's a co-presenter of that show. I loved that show. I watched it religiously. I found it so, so amazing. She works on The Voice of My Wife. She was on Celeb SAS, Who Dares Wins, and she was absolutely kick-ass. You'll know her. You'll love her. She's brilliant. Enjoy. This is the one and only AJ Adudu. This is When No One's Watching. The podcast where celebrities confess their guilty pleasures. And then we decide whether they're good, bad. Crack on and stop feeling embarrassed about it. Or bad, bad. Go straight to bed, no tea, and think about what you've done. You might be asking why they tell us these things. And it's basically because we are guilty pleasures, aren't we? I'm Matt Richardson, uh, Heat Magazine's weird crush of the year. And I'm Matt Willis from Busted. Yeah, I know, yeah. Hello, everyone, and welcome to When No One's Watching. Matt Richardson, how the fuck are you? I'm fucking great, mate. Oh, my God, amazing. How are you? Uh, I'm really good. I've just done a workout, so I'm really full of... Um, sorry for swearing so early in the show, by the way. Yeah, you feel really good today. I know. I said it, and I was like, oh, God, what did I say? I started the show off in a bad tone, but I feel full of adrenaline and kind of, like, really vibey. Hey, no, you're fine. So, Matt, I'm very excited about today's podcast. Do you? I am. It's the wonderful AJ Adutu. Hello! Yay! Hi, AJ. How are you? I'm really good, thank you. Thanks for having me. I'm sorry. One second. Can anybody hear me? Yeah. I'm sorry. My internet is just fucking up a little bit. I'm so sorry. It's all right. But it will be fine. So um, I've turned everything else off on my phone and we'll hope for the best. (laughs) (laughs) He's got the worst internet. I tell you what, all these big time celebrities genuinely have the worst internet. You know why? It's because they all live in the middle of nowhere. In the middle of nowhere. In mansions in the middle of nowhere. (laughs) It is fascinating, you know, like uh, that Matt and Emma Willis do live with kind of like third world internet speeds. (laughs) Mate, do you know what? Today, um, I had a fucking meltdown about it. Did you? And I really, really almost like started kicking things. It was, oh, my God. Um, you need a dongle. AJ, I mean, this is going to cause me pain to say out loud, but I'm now running my whole house through a dongle, <laughs> like through a 4G connection from Vodafone, which is awful. <laughs> yeah, I've tried everything, everything I possibly could to get better internet, but no. It's been a real journey this year because we've been doing podcasts, what, since March on Zoom. Yeah. And I've just sort of like seen Matt's internet, like the the ebb and flow of it has been... Yeah. You know what? They say it's easy at the top and it absolutely isn't. Like it, they're really <laughs> struggling over there with that internet. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Oh, so anyway, enough about my shit. <laughs> AJ, how do you feel? So this show is all about confessions and about confessions your sins to um in a safe place where you're not going to be judged too much you know how do you feel as a whole about confessions um quite good actually sometimes i think i've got nothing to confess because as a person i'm not very shameful (laughs) (laughs) i love that i love that therefore sometimes I do think there's things that I probably shouldn't say that I just tell everyone because why not? And then turns out it's quite embarrassing. And I'm like, oh. My experience of you, AJ, is you are quite happy to share. <laughs> you are. You're quite an open book. And I do enjoy that very much. So when we said AJ's going to come on, I was like, oh, this is going to be brilliant. But I think that's a good way to live your life. Do you quite often have that situation where you're telling someone something and they go, I can't believe you're telling me this? Yeah. Because or, that, that is what I think you're like very much so. Yes, that has definitely happened. And over the years, I have learned that certain scenarios that there's a time and a place and sometimes you know that's not the time or the place (laughs) but at the end of the day I still walk out of that situation and go no it was them it was their (laughs) fault for making me (laughs) feel ashamed about that (laughs) yeah own it own it I love it so AJ let's get started can we have your first confession please Okay, so my first confession is that I bite my nails. Now, it sounds fine, I guess. Yeah. I disagree. I think biting your nails is absolutely rancid. I do too. Wow, absolutely rancid. That's an extreme reaction, Matt. The reason I feel this is my mum told me a horror story. When she was like a little girl, like when she was like, you know, five or six, she used to bite her nails and she'd been playing in the garden one day and she was biting her nails and there was clearly an earthworm's egg under one of her nails, and she had a really bad stomach and ended up passing a live earthworm that was, like, 
nearly a foot long. That had been living inside of her. Yeah, so when she was a little girl. So she told me that. And so it's really etched into my brain as a horrendous thing. It is a horrendous thing. And obviously it's not the most hygienic thing to be doing. But what I would say to that is that the nails were too long in the first place. Because if you're a real <laughs> nail biter, ain't no eggs getting beneath those nails. Nothing <laughs> can get beneath this nail. It's, it's literally bitten down to the bone. Do you like bite them till they bleed? You're one of those people. Yeah, I'm one of them. It's so really? bad. Really? Oh, no, AJ. I know. I see that on people sometimes. I'm like, oh. It's honestly. That must be so sore. So sore. Um, because occasionally I've done that. I've done that and I've ripped it down. I'm like, oh, no. And I'm like, that really hurts. It's annoying pain for quite a long time. It is. And then I just go on to the next. Do you eat them, AJ? Is that a thing you do? No, I absolutely do not eat my nails. I don't eat any part of my body. And right. I'm going to leave it like that. <laughs> so I'm one of those people who spit it out. If I'm in public, I'll be like... <sighs> So that's disgusting. Uh, do you ever find them around your house then? Yes, I absolutely oh. do. Oh, my God. Behind closed doors, it's more of a private thing I do because I like to keep the place spick and span. Right. And so I don't spit them out as if I was walking the streets, you know. <laughs> but what I do do, particularly at bedtime, I feel like I bite my nails, you know, when I'm getting tired or if I'm relaxing. So usually, you know, on the settee or in bed, and I'll bite my nails at night and I'll just leave them in a little pile on my pillow and I'll wake up next to them and it's it's disgusting. Okay, so you fall asleep after biting your nails and spitting them onto the pillow next to you or a little <laughs> one of those onto the pillow next. I don't spit them, I just gather them. I take them out. Oh, gather them. I bite the nail, I keep the nail in between my teeth, I delicately take it out of my mouth, <laughs> pop it on the pillow... And I just have sweet dreams, not about the nails, but I just go to bed. I wake up in the morning and that's for a split second. I'm like, you are disgusting, AJ. <laughs> you really need to stop this. Have you ever woken up when one's on your face? No, 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 no. Right. It's weird. I feel like we've got this... I've got this like bond with the nails. I know exactly where they are. <laughs> like I never roll onto them. They never fall onto the floor. It's just, there's a good separation between us. They're just in a pile. It is gross. <laughs> Do you ever look forward to your nails being long enough to bite then? Are you like, oh, that one's nearly ready for a good old chew? No, because again, if you've bitten your nails for as long as I have, which is basically my whole entire life, you don't need to wait for them to grow. You don't need to wait for them to get dirt beneath. You will find something to bite. You'll look at my nails now. They're literally like non-existent. And you'll go, there's nothing to bite. And I'm like, yes, there is. There's plenty. <laughs> I can search it out. So do you wear fake nails, AJ, sometimes? Yes, I do. Because as you know, I'm a TV presenter. Right. And a bitten, chewed up hand is not the look. Right. And so I, I wear fake nails, Primark ones, actually, because they're the cheapest. Right. They're quid for like two sets of fake nails. And let me tell you, I put them on in the dressing room right before I present anything. Yeah. And as soon as I finished, they're off. Really? Right. Okay, so you can't bear them on. No, I just, it's like I have to bite them. I bite my natural <laughs> nails. I bite the plastic nails. I've even had acrylic and gel nails and I've bitten them. And everyone goes, they're impossible to bite. And I'm like, again, <laughs> try me. <laughs> they're not. I'll get them off. Do you do your toes as well? Do you ever bite your toenails? No, that is one step too far. Why is that? What's the difference, though, for you? Why can you bite your fingernails but not your toenails? What? Why are they worse? It's quite an effort and also, like, no. You do yoga. You're in good shape. You know, you could probably bite your toenails if you wanted to. I've never understood those people who bite the toenails. Like, maybe for a lot. <laughs> but outside of that, absolutely not. No. Would you bite someone else's fingernails, AJ? Yeah, I would. Really? Right. Right. I actually think I would, yeah. Have you ever? Um, yeah, one of my ex-boyfriends let me bite his nails. <gasps> really? 
really? <laughs> it was true love. Did you used to have to ask? So did, <laughs> how did that go? Did you ask or did he offer? I just said, you've got such nice nails. And he said, I know. I need to destroy them. <laughs> he, said, <laughs> he said, I need to trim them. And I said, oh, I'll just bite them down. <gasps> So instead of clipping his nails, he'd let me bite them down. And it was great. Wow. I mean, that is... So this happened often. Yeah. And they say chivalry is dead. They do. They do. That is true love. This started out as quite a normal, common thing. But as we've sort of... I mean, we've scratched beneath the surface. You can't. And we found out that actually this is quite weird. That was really good. Thanks, mate. Cheers. Yeah, I mean, biting someone else's nails, I think that's a big step, AJ. You don't know what they're scratching. I know. Yeah. Did you make him wash them first? He always had quite clean hands, so... Okay, fine. He looked clean. Right. I feel like you can tell a dirty nail. Like, those people who are like, oh, you know, I've been gardening and I've got soil in my teeth. I'm like, mate, you can see a black fingernail come up with your eyes. Yeah, man. Yeah, I'm really paranoid about having dirty undernails because I think the same as you, like quite often if you're doing anything in this job especially on stage if you're holding a microphone people might see your nails and see they're dirty and go well i can't laugh at him now because he's disgusting yeah Yeah. (laughs) no it is true i genuinely have thought about getting hypnotized that's the one thing that i'm literally like i need to stop this habit so I've got a makeup artist and like all my mates who are around me usually. I mean, mum, even on Zoom, my mum will be like, get your fingers out of your hands, a young lady. And I'm just like, I can't <laughs> help it. Um, so I'm yeah. constantly going through life, getting told off. Like every single day, someone is going, oh, you're disgusting. Oh, get your fingers out <laughs> your mouth. Oh, oh, oh. And then lockdown happened and everyone was like, oh, is it... Um, is it really good? Because now, obviously, you'll have time to really focus on on not biting your nails. And I've gone, to be fair, I've just loved biting my nails in peace. Yeah. Fair, and also, your hands have never been cleaner. Yeah. So it's fine, isn't it? <laughs> Weirdly, I've got a confession that you've said, just said something that I'm going to talk... Like, I went to see a hypnotherapist last year Ooh. to stop picking my nose. Really, Matt? Wow. I went to see a hypnotherapist about it. Yeah, I've seen you, I've witnessed you pick your nose a lot. <laughs> I love a good old dig in my nose. You love a root around, Matt, really, wow. Oh, fucking right I do, mate. I went to see a hypnotherapist and I think it did help. Right. Did you? Yeah, I did. Now now it's a normal amount. Now I pick my nose the same as everyone else was before. I, but I'm the same. My mum is constantly, get your hand away from your... Even if I go like that, just to scratch there, she goes, get it away! Yeah. Like she true. just knows. <laughs> they know. It's just... <laughs> They, they just know, know what's yeah. coming. They know that it is going to go in your nose. The same way that yeah, everyone, yeah. as soon as my finger's near my mouth, they just know it's incoming. The finger is incoming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Does part of you not want to go to a hypnotist because you feel like you would miss it? Is it a comfort thing? Well, I think it's a comfort thing, right? Mm. I listened to this podcast. It was um, Esther Perel. She's a relationship site expert. Yep. She's amazing, right? Love her. But... Um, she was talking about, I don't know why, but she was talking about like the comforting things that we have and like, um, our childhood forms that. And so my thing was a baby bottle. And I still remember the traumatic day that my mum didn't give me a baby bottle. Now, granted, I did have my baby bottle till quite an old age. (laughs) We're talking 16 or... (laughs) Yeah, what do you mean by old age? I like, came back what... from secondary school and it was gone. <laughs> <laughs> I think I had it until I was about five. All oh, right, okay. And I'd have like hot chocolate in it and stuff like that. And I loved it yeah. twice a day. I'd have it after school mm. and at bedtime. And I do find it fascinating because those are the patterns in behaviour. Like I always bite my fingernails after work and at bedtime. Right, really? so you just moved on. I just moved on. That's really interesting. So part of me... Isn't scared that I'll miss it, but I'm like, what is the next addiction that I will pick up? You're going to start picking your nose. No. Try it. I'd rather bite my nails than pick my nose. Yeah. My mum tried to put me off when I was little of that as well. She told me that all the bogeys congeal in your tummy and kill you <laughs> when I was two. And I absolutely, <laughs> I thought I was going to die. I cried my heart out. And then I thought, you know what? 
What a way to go. So, But somehow you believed her story about the earthworm. Well, the earthworm, because it's like foreign. Also, there was a study I read recently about the fact that picking your nose is better for your immune system. So (laughs) there's a reason it's the same size as your nostril. No, listen to this, right? What you've done there is what they spoke about on The Social Dilemma on Netflix, which is your Google, your searches, just reinforce what you already believe. My nose-picking echo chamber. Yes. Yeah. It's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what you're in. <laughs> yeah. I mean, to be fair, my nose is big enough that it is an echo chamber itself. But <laughs> <laughs> So, Matt. How are you feeling about this? Look, I mean, I think it's so common and I've got a thing about it when I shouldn't, like glass houses and throwing stones and all that because I've, you know, got a nose-picking problem. So I'm going to have to say this is good-bad. Really? See, I I don't know, man. I just think of a poor little mate of mine when we were growing up and his fingers looked absolutely atrocious. They were all bloody down the sides. The nails were ripped down to here, like he had a real issue with it. And I always looked at his hands and was like, oh, mate, are you all right? (laughs) Oh, no. So I, I think this is bad, bad. Yeah. Not really? Oh, straight yeah, off with like, a bad, bad, AJ. Yeah, it just makes me, ugh, off the thought of it, like, ow, ow, ow. Do you know what? Like, ripping down and blood and ow. The fact that you've said this is bad, bad, Matt Willis, is giving me flashbacks to the time that a relationship that I was in was terminated because I bit my nails can you believe it? Really? He dumped me. That was the excuse. Yeah. He dumped you because of your nail biting. He was like, I just can't go out with a woman who bites her nails. No. How long have you really? been together? That's a fucking extreme thing. Wow. I know. But he just was like, he, you know, people are into things, aren't they? Not saying that he had a fetish, but he liked good hands. He liked nice hands. He liked nice hands, yeah. Okay, so a mixed bag there for you, AJ. Okay, that's Rocky fine. Star. But you know what? 2021 is the year of good nails. AJ, can we have your next confession, please? I drink tap water, happy to drink tap water anywhere, any place. However, when it comes to my house plants and feeding them, I can only feed them filtered water. Oh, wow. Bottled and filtered water. Bottled as well. Bottled or filtered water, yes. If I've not filled up my filter enough, I'll actually go out and buy a bottle of water just to feed my plants. I mean, what? Really? Why do your plants deserve better than you? (laughs) Yeah, what's wrong with you? Why do you hate yourself? Why do you feel so low of yourself, AJ? Also, I do feel like we're kind of shattering your woman of the people image here a little bit. (laughs) Ridiculous, but do you know what? What I've learned is that some plants are really, really delicate, very, very sensitive. I'm a lot stronger and more resilient than some of my house plants. Take my corn plant, for example. I water that with normal tap water in London, which is quite hard water anyway. Right. And the leaves literally turned black. Now, yes, I read up on this. Maybe that was down to overwatering, but also... I read that they also <laughs> like filtered water. And at first, I was fuming. I thought, are you having a laugh? Do you want ice and a slice with that as well? <laughs> but now that I have been treating it with the water that it wants, that it requires, I see it thriving and shining. And I'd love to see it. And all of my house plants are like that. They fill me with joy. And so I just think, yeah, just give them all bottled water. Let's have it. How much bottled water are we talking a week to get through these houseplants? I'm not a big... Look, I let them die and then just buy a new one. Like, I'm not very good with my houseplants. I have zero plants because I can't be asked. <laughs> now, some houseplants don't require that much water. So, for example, if you've got um, cactus, rubber plants and snake plants, they only need doing that once a week. Sometimes once Did every you say two rubber weeks. plants? Yeah, rubber plants. They're brilliant. Corn plants, rubber plants. But are that, is that a real plant or is it just a, like, a, like a plastic no. plant? Because they surely don't need any it's water. It's a real plant. Um, oh. It's, it's actually brilliant. It's this one that's right behind me here. Oh, it's right, okay. This one. God, you've got loads. Uh, oh, my God. Wow, there's loads. Oh, my God, I love plants. Oh, my God, all that bottled water. I know, I love plants so much. <laughs> I just feel like, you know, you're bringing the outdoors in, it's quite uplifting, they're air purifying. They're actually good for you. Really? Plants are really good for you, for your well-being. 
and you're breathing, especially in polluted London. It's like, yeah. But wow, I've dirt. never even thought about that. Yeah, they're really good. Wow. I know. Look at you two now, stunned. I'm, I'm a little bit blown away. I never thought about that, but you're right. Mm. You're absolutely AJ, right. AJ, so you really love your plants, right? Yeah. Would you, so you bottled water, would you do anything to keep them healthy, would you say? Oh, I know where you're going with this, Matt. I don't know where you're going with it, and I'm going to answer yes. I I snip them. I've got, like, these little... Oh, look at these, right? These are special gardening scissors. They are the snips. smallest gardening shears I've ever seen in my life. No, they're not shears. They're called snips. Wow. And, they're, and they're to cut off, like, um, the browning parts of leaves because a lot of people think that if a leaf is going yellow or brown, that one day you water it enough and it's going to go green again. It's not. It's over. The water really? is over. It's over. Get rid of it. Cut it off. It will never go green again. Do you have to cut off the whole leaf or just the part that's brown? Sometimes it depends on the leaf size and health. So hang on. I need a bit of advice. Like this, I've got one that's gone brown on the tip. Do I need to cut off the whole or just no, the... just cut off the tip. Okay. Yeah. But also look at that tip and really ask yourself, why has that tip gone brown? And I would suggest that with that plant, the water has not reached the tip. So you're not watering it enough. It's like the plant whisperer. I know, I know. AJ, we've had a plant enthusiast on the podcast before. Desiree Birch, the comedian. I don't know if you know who yes. Desiree is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Desiree came on and she goes, I'd say not even one further than you. She probably goes 800 further than you because what she does is she uses a moon cup for her periods and she collects her period blood and she uses that to fertilise her plants. No, no. That's what she admitted on this podcast. She keeps it in a jar in her fridge. No. She then dilutes it a little bit and sprays it onto the plant leaves and waters the plant with it too. And apparently her plants are ridiculously healthy. They're very healthy. And they love it. They're all blooming. They don't. They don't love that. Apparently, AJ, this is the thing. I'm just saying, you know, you seem very dedicated to your plants. I'm not that dedicated. Give them a little treat once a month. <laughs> Absolutely not. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. <laughs> So what brands of water do you tend to buy? Do you look at the sodium content and things like mm. that? Do you have a favourite? Do the plants have a favourite? Now, I'll be honest, I will go to one of the cheaper supermarkets and get spring water. I will get the lowest cost, the biggest bottles and the lowest cost. So it's not about the quality of the water, it's just that's better than London water. It's all better than London water, yeah. So why do you drink London water? I mean, literally, I'm not... Like, I mean, the water in my um, where I live is awful. It's like chalk that comes out of tap. <laughs> and there's not a chance in hell that I would drink that water. Really? Not a chance. Not whatsoever. No, I wouldn't even, you know, but it pains me to brush my teeth with it. <laughs> you know, so um, like um, I, I um, we, we now have a have a quicker tap. A what? It's just filtered. Oh, you're filtered water. It's called a quicker. Yeah, a quicker. yeah, so it's a filtered water tap. And sparkling. 
Oh, that's brilliant. Really, uh, is it? Maybe I should yeah, get it's one incredible. of those. So, so now we don't have to worry about that. So we can just get filtered water from the tap. So it's amazing. Mm. But that would change your game as well because then you wouldn't have to worry. You could just feed your plants from your tap. Yeah. Do you, do, do you have to install a big tank, though? There's a it's, a. it's a little operation underneath your sink. It's easy. This it's an easy is process. brilliant. Does it set you back a lot, though? Do you know what I mean? Yes. <laughs> it was a big chunk. I mean, I debated it for a long time. Then I went around someone's house and they poured fizzy water for me from the tap and I was like I'm in I'm in (laughs) wow that's interesting and actually sometimes I do think right in terms of cost how much do I spend on water each week for my plants probably Mm. a tenner what a tenner tenner a week on the plants I've I've got so many plants I've got massive plants as well some of the plants just just guzzle up a cheese plant loves water loves drinking water um is this a plant that produces what I mean, cheese don't finish that plant. sentence, please, mate. That yeah. is... I was like, where is it? Yeah, hang yeah. on. <laughs> it's what what comes one, from this plant? Just the most biggest, beautiful, like, happy leaves you've ever seen. Right, wow. Yeah, yeah, I love... I Yeah, I mean, obviously, I've got a thing for plants. I love being outside, and I love outside being inside. I think it's Fair great. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I mean, I think ultimately with this one, I'm sort of sitting on the fact that Plants are ultimately living things. And I think, Mm. you know, you should treat all living things with respect. I've got a really big thing about people who give their pets shit pet food. So mm. some days I think we spend more on feeding the cat than we do on us. And I think oh. you've got to, you've got to respect these things. You know, you've got to respect living things around you. So the fact you're giving them this water that is good for them when London water is so poisonous for them. So what, I think what we're gathering here is that you really care for these plants. Mm. There's a real affinity towards these plants. Do you name them? Or are they just called cheese plants? They're just called what they are called. Although I've, I've right. named one plant Phil. Oh, really? But that's only because it's short for philodendron, which is uh. the real name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, I really like that, though. I really like it's called Phil. Um, do you, like, I've heard that people talk to them and sing to them. Is that something you do? No, I don't sing to them, but I always have music on when I'm watering them. And I do you know handle them with care very delicately and i like the process of watering them that's when i trim them that's when i change their parts and sometimes i take them all out of their parts put them all in the bath run them a cold bath you know like fill the bath up with like bottled water and stuff and let them Fill the bath up with bottled water. What the fuck? Yeah, so there's loads of plants. And sometimes what I do, I take off the shower head and then I give them a little, you know, spray down. So there's some plants that gather dust a lot, like a rubber plant. They need polishing a lot. Their pores get clogged up with dust. (laughs) So I take them into the bath and I wipe them down with a damp cloth and all of this jazz. And then I leave them in the bath for a few hours some days just so that they can extract all the water that they actually need and not get drowned out. I mean, can you imagine the murder scene that would be if Desiree did that to her plant? <laughs> Fucking hell! <laughs> the shower scene in Psycho. <laughs> I just cannot believe AJ. Like, look, I don't think we've got enough eccentric celebrities anymore. You know, I think celebrities are very boring. <laughs> I think we need to go back to that. And the fact that almost inevitably the Daily Mail article about this episode of the podcast is going to be AJ Adudu admits she bathes her fucking plants is just what I want back in the celebrity world. Yeah. I give my plants the spa day that they deserve. That's wild. That's madness. <laughs> but they give you a lot of joy, right? You seem to really love them and they give you something. Yeah. Right? So you treat them with the respect that they deserve. Yeah, they give me clean air. They give me decorative vibes. They're very uplifting. Do you sometimes wish when you get home from a really hard day, do you walk in and go, you could have fucking run me a bath for once? <laughs> <laughs> they are quite lazy. I've been slaving away. <laughs> and and yeah. when you buy, because they're obviously, I mean, these plants are living the life. When you When mm. you buy them, say, this cheap bottled water, do you like sneak it into an Evian bottle so they think they're getting nicer stuff? Like it's like when I go and shop in Aldi and I take my M&S bags. 
Mm. You know, do you do no, that? I don't, I don't. I don't trick them into it. Oh, that I do put it into a watering can, so I don't water them with like the bottle know, straight from the bottle absolutely not no but I, oh, right, a okay. watering can guys there's a process here there's a process <laughs> i mean i mean look, i know it's a bit I, bananas actually now that I've no no I, it. it makes me love you so much more aj <laughs> i love this but look at i them. think it's really really sweet literally I and can we talk about this farm plan which by the way i was really having a nightmare when i first bought that because it was basically what it looked like i've had it for three years now and then it went right down to the three leaves on like one little strand and everyone was like just bin it and get a new one and i was like no there must be a reason that it's done this. <laughs> I need to understand. I went online. I did all my research. I cut back all the dead leaves. I have really brought that plant back to life. And I think that is amazing. You never give up on You know plants. what? Actually, you say that we've got plants um, like normal people in the garden. And um, <laughs> don't wanna, I don't want to rock the boat here, but that's really what I believe we should be doing. And we did have those. We cut it back like it went back to one leaf, these two palms in these pots. And I've just had a look. Have you said that? And they're looking much better. Like they're from, it's very from fulfilling. July. Yeah, you know what? It's giving me a little buzz. But you shoving all your plants into the bath and like showering them down is probably one of the funniest images I've ever imagined. It really, really is. Do you know, the first ever gift I ever bought Emma, the first ever gift I ever bought her was a bonsai. Tree. Was it really? Do you, does she still have it? Uh, no. Oh. <laughs> I was on tour and we were in Manchester and I found that there was like a specialist tree shop that we walked past and I was like, right, I'm going to go there and buy like a little plant or something or something a bit different, a bit quirky. So I went there and they in the window was this incredible looking bonsai tree. Looked like something from Karate Kid in a big decorative Japanese looking plot, like pot. And it was so amazing. And it was over 100 years old, this tree. Wow. And I was like, that's, that's wow. it. That's it. You know, so I bought it. I saved it. And when she came to the tour, she ended up going home with this fucking massive oh bonsai tree in a pot. Well, on the know. train. Oh, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So um, so she had, to, she had to go home with it. But it was so cool. And I was like, wow, I bought you something that's over 100 years old. Like, that's better than, you know, a, like what else would I buy? A scarf or something? I don't know. So I was like, it's a pretty fucking cool gift. What happened to it? She killed it within two weeks. <laughs> this poor... Hundred year old tree. She just forgot to water it. Like to be fair, it was quite a specific plant you had to treat with certain amounts of care. Mm. Her flatmate at the time was like, "Oh, you need to him because it had gone brown. Like all the leaves had died." And she was like, "I think I've killed this tree, and Matt's going to come round, and it's going to be dead. What do I do?" So they were like, "You need to bathe it." So apparently, you needed to put the whole sink, the whole plant in the bath, right, for about an hour which will bring it back to life or something. So she did that and then went out on the piss and forgot this poor bonsai tree in the bath. The next morning went into the bathroom and saw the dead floating bonsai tree <laughs> in the bath that she had then drowned. So, um, oh my God, that's the best story I've ever heard. You know what, mate? You know your kids really want pets. Why don't you just tell them that story exactly. about mummy in a tree? Exactly. You'll get a dog, she'll put it in the bath and drown it to death. Lesson learned, right? I was like, <laughs> yeah. okay, do you know what? I feel like this is actually a positive move for our relationship because oh. now I know so much more about you. Fuck. Fantastic. By the way, I would have done exactly the fucking same. So if, if someone had given me that, yeah. I would have killed it within a week. Fair enough. What do you think about this, Matt? I think it's so funny. Bathing your trees, it's not hurting anybody. Yeah. Are you in the bath with them or not? Oh, come on. No. Oh, okay. Oh, that would have been no. so much better. So I think this is good, bad. I think this is good, bad. Honestly, AJ, I love it. I absolutely love it's it. It's great. And I, I really love how much you love it. <laughs> <laughs> like um, like it, re it really, really makes me happy. I love it. I was having to hold back on that chat. I was like, <laughs> I actually know quite a lot about these plants. Oh God, so above I can and tell beyond. you more and more. I could have a programme about plants. It's actually ridiculous. Get this girl a gardening show. You should, you yeah, should, 100%. AJ, can we have your last confession, please? My last confession is stealing things from hotel rooms. Okay. Okay. Um, and the thing is, I don't even steal good, decent things. Do you know what I mean? Crystal glasses, you know, 
items from the mini bar, the feather pillows, the really lovely dressing gowns. I steal the cheap slippers and the tea bags. The tea bags? <laughs> yeah. Right. So you take the stuff that actually you're not going to get in trouble for taking. Yeah. Because I've been charged for one of those dressing gowns before. I've been sent a bill. Have you? For, um, for taking it away yeah, yeah, years ago. And I was like, oh, right. Yeah, someone sent me a bill. And I think there is stuff written down that if you like this dressing gown, you can purchase it from the front desk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but you just fucking rob it anyway. <laughs> but you take the stuff that you're allowed to take, but just don't need. Exactly. I okay. take the tiny little bottle of shampoo and shower gel that they leave for you to use, complimentary in the bathroom. I take that. I take that sachet of tomato ketchup that they leave for you to use <laughs> in the middle of that. I take all of that stuff and I've just got a drawer full of tat in my house that I'm just like, I'm never going to use this again. But I've got miniature versions of absolutely everything and lots of little tea bags. Single-use tea bags. Single-use slippers as well. I just take them all. I love it. Do you re- so, and, and it's not like you go, well, I will use those at home. You, you just have them because... Is it from a sense of, well, I've paid for this? I think so initially. I think that's how it started. Also, I think when I first started staying in hotels, I was so excited by it. I was literally like, oh, and look at this. You get get a free biscuit. And, they, and, <laughs> yeah. they, and they've got a kettle in the room. And, oh, that isn't, isn't that amazing that you can just make yourself a cup of tea? Oh, that's amazing. I don't take anything like this. I like to travel as light as possible both ways. Mm. So, really? so I'll go, I don't even take my own shampoo or anything. So I'm like, they're going to have it in the hotel, but I don't bring it back with me. Right. The worst one I've ever heard of is, um, I knew someone who's when my dad had a and b and people used to take the light bulbs and the batteries because they're ah! like, they're technically, like they are free things in the room, but people would unscrew the light bulbs and take the batteries out the remote. What? Oh my God. The would you hell? go that far, AJ? No, I absolutely would not. I draw the line at tea bags, all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think, you know what? Because it's all there for you to use. Why do you feel like this could be a bad thing then, AJ? Because it's useless and it's annoying. And I just, like, I've got honestly, like, drawers and cupboards filled with, like, little soaps and, you know, things that I just never, ever use. Never use them. So it's just a waste of space. It's a waste of space. It's clutter. And I sometimes fear that I'm just going to turn into a hoarder of stuff. Do you have that streak in you? I could. Never say never. (laughs) When I get certain things, I'm attached to them and I don't throw them out. I don't really throw anything out. Really? Yeah. I'm one of those people. Oh, I love a throw out. Me too. What kind of things do you keep? I keep everything. I've got... Items of clothing that I've literally not wore for two decades that I might no, but I might wear it one day or really? I'll pass it on or yeah, stuff like that. I've, I'm like very really? sentimental with things. Oh my god! I moved into my flat right, and I was like, I need to have like a split level upstairs flat so that I get the loft. Right. Just so that I can store my stuff in it. Do you have a storage unit? I don't have a storage unit, but I am going to buy a shed and put, and I'm just going to build a storage unit in my so, garden. Sorry, I'm a bit confused. <laughs> um, a split level flat with a with a garden and an attic. Is that, that's just a house, isn't it? It's basically a house, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I live in a house and someone lives in the basement. Oh, oh I see. Okay. I understand, Jim. Okay. Amazonette, okay. I believe they call it, don't Amazonette. they? Amazonette, yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, right. so that was it. Right. You've got a garden and a loft. That's just a house, mate. <laughs> like, yeah, you wouldn't believe the size of this nine bedroom flat in the countryside I've got. <laughs> Emma's like this So in our loft In our garage We have I think Five Suitcases Five five family size suitcases Filled with old clothing Like most of it's from Emma's like 20s 30s That she doesn't want to chuck away That she puts away Probably three of them Are filled with that stuff And whenever I challenge her on this She's like Isabel one day Is going to be so happy When I give her this stuff I was like If my dad gave me a suitcase of clothes that he wore in the 80s, I'd be like, I'm all right, thanks. (laughs) 
You know, so I don't know what she thinks this is going to be. Is it like good clubber that it's like, oh, you know, oh. it's like a Chanel dress I wore once or a Burberry oh. thing? Or is it just like stuff that she bought for herself that wasn't like telly stuff? Well, some of it is. I mean, some of it... Because like, that's um, worth keeping, um, isn't it? Like all that stuff. I mean, some of it is, right? But some of it's like an old Aerosmith T-shirt that she wore on MTV in 2004. You know, it's just like... <laughs> It's it's just like what the she's never gonna fucking want. You say this, that though, you know, but like, like the nineties has come back. Like whenever I see teenage girls walking around where I live now, like they're all dressed in like champion and like nineties stuff and like big baggy jeans. Yeah. So maybe by the time that Isabel's old enough, two thousand and four, which is so far not aged well, um, will be hey. back in fashion. <laughs> hey, I don't know what you're talking about. I was a cool motherfucker in two thousand and four. <laughs> That emo, that emo fringe eyeliner <laughs> and jeans that didn't fit my ass. Jeans and a tie on a t-shirt. A tie on a t-shirt and a studded belt. Fucking hell, was cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, Avril Lavigne's got a lot to fucking answer for in two thousand <laughs> in the early noughties. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, oh, I don't know. Yeah. I love it. I love keeping things, and I always and when I do eventually give things away, yeah, I'll only give it to like my sister my younger sister or my older sister, because then it's not removed from me. You could get it back if you needed to. I could get it back just in case, yeah. Oh, no. See, would you struggle? So say, for example, this drawer now you've got full of free hotel stuff. Mm. Would you now struggle to chuck it? If I said to you, you have to go and throw all that away, could you? No, that's the other thing, right? So I will literally be like, no, I can't chuck that away. I've got to give it to someone. But then it's like, who do you give a bit like hotel soap to? Like it's bizarre or like little miniature bags of tea bags. Um, so yeah, I'm going to find a use for it. I know I am. We got rid of a load of stuff like that and we put it all out in the, like for our neighbours, we're like, look, there's like a load of stuff we've never used here, like toiletries that Sam's been given over the years and stuff. And we had all the airline stuff, you know, when you get small stuff and everyone left that. No one wanted any of that shit. They just wanted like the good stuff. So I think you should, you're better off just chucking it away or finding a homeless shelter that needs yes, it. Yeah. Uh, Something like that idea. might be a good way of doing it, but you won't be able to get it back. This is quite a good idea though, in a way, because... What annoys me is that um, twice when we moved into our house, someone came over and offered them a tea or a coffee, and they said, "Have you got any 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 any, any mint tea or any herbal tea?" Oh. And I was like, "No, no, I don't have any of that." So I went out and bought that for the next occasion when so person would come around and ask for something. Never used it, so it's in my cupboard. There's every time I open it, it just mocks me. This green herbal tea that I bought. You know, there's two packets of it. Two packets. Uh, so you'd rather you need the sachets? I was like, uh, I should have stole some from a hotel. Would yeah. have been like, yeah, here's here's some Twinings green tea that yeah. I've got. Look, I'm a yeah. firm believer. If you're going to ask for an awkward tea, you fucking carry that shit yourself. Like, I'm sorry. Yeah, man, for real. Like, yeah, I, I, th- yeah. I mean, we've done the same. Loads of herbal tea because one builder once was like, oh, do you do green tea? Because that's the kind of builder you get in North London now. And, um, <laughs> but like, yeah, and you go, yeah, I'll get you some. For like, I'll go out and get you some because you want to be in there, mate, when a builder's in your house. And then I'm just like, yeah. bring your own green tea, you bellend. <laughs> yeah, man, for real. Now, how do you feel about this, Matt? Because I currently feel that the taking things isn't really a problem, but it's this kind of hoarding nature that's lying behind it. Once again, it's mm. almost like, the, you know, it's this underlying element of it that I think isn't very good. Actually, I think I've just thought of this because I was like, actually... I never use them but actually I do use them because when you move house or move flat or whatever and you've got nothing in your life whatsoever those sachets come in handy yeah yeah but it doesn't happen for like enough a week of your life yeah for a week of your life every See, five years. I am such a like I go through all of the cupboards and I'm like that's gone that's gone that's gone and Sam picks it all up she fucking loves it so I just like right. sweep it out and want everything out so Look, taking it, I don't even take it. I, this just isn't for me. My life, I like it as simple as possible. So I'm going to say this is bad, bad. Mm. I don't do this because I, I can't be arsed and I don't want any more shit in my life. So I'm with you, Matt. I think this is unnecessary hoarding yeah. in a way when I think about it. Because actually the act of taking it, like you pay for it, you can have whatever yeah, yeah, you want. Yeah. But you don't really need it, but you're just taking it, which um, is, is bad, bad. Oh, look at that. Wow. Wow. <laughs> speechless. For the first time ever, AJ Adutu is speechless. I know. I'm like, right, maybe, yeah, you're right. Well, do you know what? This Christmas, Christmas is just around the corner. If you get a little hamper, 
filled with soaps and tea bags. <laughs> you know where it's from. <laughs> AJ, that is the end. It's been a bit rocky, let's say. There's been a couple yeah. of good bads, but there was a, a bad bad from Matt at the beginning and a bad bad from both of us as well. And to be honest, I feel like, Matt, as time is going on, we're becoming harsher. I think probably, yeah, we are. We're getting a bit jaded to it, I aren't think we? we're getting a bit jaded. You know, if you caught us at the beginning of season one, we would have been like, great! Absolutely. Now, AJ, you are hosting a TV show at the moment. Can you tell us about it, please? TV show, Don't Rock the Boat, on ITV. Yes. Which is brilliant. It's already aired, actually, so you can watch the whole series back on ITV Hub right now it is brilliant yeah i watched the whole season and it was absolutely incredible i found it such a fucking amazing tv show we loved it we were obsessed with it in our house and we watched every single episode we loved it it's incredible if you haven't seen it watch it thank you and it kills me a little bit because they asked me to do it and i said no and i watched them doing it and i was like i really really should have done this you should have done it Mark. when season two happens I'm involved. I'm all over it. Get him in that boat. Yeah, get me in that boat. You read it here first. Yeah, <laughs> it was brilliant. Me, Freddie Flintoff and a bunch of amazing celebrities racing around the UK on Atlantic rowing boats whilst, you know, they're faced with ridiculous land challenges. It was really, really good fun. I loved it. And I'm so glad you enjoyed it, Mark. It was absolutely brilliant. It's one of the best things I've watched in years. I loved it. We absolutely loved it. And you were fucking amazing on it. So well done. Thank you. Thank you very much, AJ. It's been an absolute joy. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye. Thank you. Have a good one. Thanks for having me. So that was AJ Adudu. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you had a fantastic time. I am not enjoying doing this on my own. It's very weird. I'm in a room on my own, talking into a microphone with no one else here. It suddenly makes me feel fucking weird. Do you know what it feels like? It feels like, do you remember in Wayne's world when Wayne leaves the set and Garth is there and it's like, I'm doing okay. It feels like that to me. So um, I apologise. Next week, Matt will be back from his little bum-bum operation and we can all have a chat about how it went and how big the camera was. If you enjoyed this podcast and you want a little bit more, go to patreon.com forward slash W-N-O-W to join the Patreon, where this week, AJ and us go through listener confessions, where you send in your confessions to us and we judge you accordingly. And also you can get our spin-off podcast about total wrong-uns from the past and we discuss the shit they got up to and what we think about it. Also, you get a little secret celeb confession every week that we keep out of the podcast for a number of reasons. One... It's either too gross, too, it's career ending or something like that. So um, I hope you enjoyed this week's podcast. I will enjoy next week's much more when Matt is here with me. Enjoy. Peace out. Have a lovely week. All the best. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.